Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another What Are You Playing episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hubbard, and who is playing games with me tonight? Oh, it's Michael Colby from This Bizarre Adventure and Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex. It's uh, Daniel Melman, not from anything, but I'm playing some video games. And it's me, Milk, back uh, now officially at Space Milk Cutie at Twitch. Oh, you finally got you got it updated? Yeah, I did. I updated it like as a stupid name, and then I was like, oh, I immediately want to change this, and Twitch is like, you have to wait like a month. And I was like, all right, fair enough. So uh, that's where it can be found, and I have a event going on on the 4th of November. This should be up by then, I think. Uh, and I'll be... <laughs> Doing a really long stream that day to get like pushed to affiliate stuff. Blah blah blah. This anyway. will be up next week. Because so, it has to be out by the end of the month. And you know, I figured that was kind of the requirement. Otherwise, I feel like that would be weird. But like, well, it's November. Here's what was going on in October. Oh well, I'm moving on. <laughs> I haven't missed a week yet. It's been over two years of these. What are you playing? So I missed a month. Yet. Week. It's applause. Month. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't missed a week either with the main show. So I got myself patting that again. Jeez. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, someone's got to congratulate me. I mean, I don't, I don't even think you need to congratulate. It's just damn impressive. <laughs> I mean, just look at your episode count. You've yeah, I don't think anyone's so like, eh, like, I don't know. It's like, those are rookie numbers. You got to pump those numbers up. I am trying, though, to be honest, but yes. <laughs> so as we do every month, I have a few people join me. We just talk about what, what games we've been playing, what we've been watching, what we've been reading, if that's a thing. <laughs> Usually not for me, but uh, first, yeah. <laughs> I always want to start it with the snap. I've been playing Marvel Snap still, as always, so we'll get that out of the way. I'm still invested in that game. It's still good. Every month they take more money from me, and I'm in. I I played a little bit of it a while back and really liked it. I didn't stick with it, but I'm like, oh, this is fun. This is a great little multiplayer competitive mobile thing. It's a good game. I mean, you don't need to be like I am, where you spend the $10 every month and you have all the cards, but like six of them at the moment. (laughs) You don't need to do that, but... It's just, I don't know, I just really enjoy the game. I don't care if I win or lose that much. I just kind of just play. I get my rewards. I do my my daily missions. I get variant cards and get new cards every couple months and knock out my entire, have almost the whole collection. So, yeah, it's just a fun game. Are they doing any sort of crossover for the upcoming Spider-Man release, or do they not really do that as much? Uh, They do. Um, Next month's season is Miss Marvel because of the Marvel Mm. movie coming out, so I get a a Miss Marvel card with my $10. And then there's a few other cards that are releasing. They they each if there's a movie coming out like they did the Loki season when Loki first aired mm, yeah. in September. So Loki came out in November or October, but that's neither here nor there. But they had a season for that. Where you get Loki, and then you get some other some other cards came out. Loki's was really damn good. It repl- it replaced your hand with cards from their deck with mm. less one with one less cost. So it was. It was yeah, a they, brutal fucking card for about a week, about two weeks until they release Mobius and Mobius, which makes it that no cards can cost less or cost more. So it fucked that over for people. They, Great they can really pull off things you just couldn't do in a physical card game. And that's funny. yeah, this would, yeah. wouldn't work physical because there's so much stuff that the cards do that interacts with other cards and like n- Every any card in someone's hand, if they play Scorpion, at negative one power to each of their cards in their hand. Just little stuff that you it would be hard to do. Adding random cards to your hand all the time with different cards that you have. There's a lot of stuff like that. We'll add a random three cost, random five cost card. It's just a great game, and I'm glad it's still going. It's just it is one year anniversary, and they're giving away a bunch of free stuff, so that's always nice. Yeah, I play every day. I I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. Nice. So, yeah, great game. 
I highly recommend. I mean, I, even if you get into it now, I, I mean, you just don't need to do what I'm doing and trying to get all the damn cards. You can just play it and have fun. You'll find cards you need. You'll be able to make the decks and you'll be fine. Like, you don't need to be the way I am into it. So, like, don't feel like, hell, the deck I'm using is cards I've had for, like, over six months in, my, in most of the cards in my deck. So, what I'm currently winning with, it, it's the game's fine. The game's constantly changing and you don't, you don't need the brand new card to win. I mean, sure, I get my ass beat by some combos that I don't have cards for, but again, it's you can you can it doesn't matter. It's fun. Yeah, play Marvel Snap. It's free. <laughs> Not sponsored. No, at this point, it probably should be. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, I could actually become a if I wanted to become a partner, I could. I'd have to stream it though, and I'm not streaming it, so that's not happening. I'm streaming the podcast. No, it's, it's just stream the uh, we talk. I'm not streaming. I've seen people. And I unfortunately watched about six hours of Twitch streaming Marvel Snap. That was because they gave me free cards for doing it. They gave me a of free course. variant. Yeah, uh, It was just on the background while I worked. It was on a different computer just sitting there. I was muted. I wasn't paying any attention. To it. it was just there. And I'm like, oh, I hit four hours. Cool. I get I get some I get some currency. Oh, I hit six hours. Oh, I get my variant. Okay, let's shut this off. Need that uh, second screen content, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, but I don't know how people can, silly. can do that. Like, I, I could not. Like, I enjoy Marvel Snap, but I could not sit there and play it for, like, four, five, six hours straight and just stream it. Like, no, thank you. That it game is not. It's like a great game to play for a half hour and then, like. Yeah. Yeah. I usually, yeah, if you're on a commute. Yeah. Like, five minutes or something, do my missions quick, and then I turn the game off and come back to it later. Like, that's it. And that's what the game's for. It's not. But, yeah. So, not happening. But, no, great game. <laughs> I kind of have a philosophically related game, if I could jump in. Sure. I've been playing the uh, Botan Kaitos HD uh, collection, specifically mm. the first game, Botan Kaitos Eternal Wings in the Lost Ocean, which is a uh, JRPG from the Xenosaga, Xenoblade people. I think a lot of people who worked on Chrono Cross. Yep. The battle system is all uh, speed poker. Like, you're building decks for your characters with weapons, healing items, armor, and, you know, playing them on top of each other, trying to get straights and flushes to get bonuses to your stuff. And uh, as you level up your deck, um, you can both put more cards in and play more at once. But you also get stricter time limits for how to do that. But it's also just a traditional RPG. Like you're taking turns with enemies, you know, getting into I, not random battles, but like icon battles. It's a really good game. I'm having a real blast with it. It's a port of a GameCube RPG Yep. from, I think, 03? Don't quote me on that, but that I error, grab it that, and find uh, out. It's behind, I've never played it, but I own it. It's behind. <laughs> it's a really good time, and and from everything I've heard, uh, two is a lot better. Yeah, but it does a ton of cool stuff. Like your cards age over time, oh. so like you you start with a oh. bunch of bamboo shoots, which are your initial healing item, and then after I think you've been playing for four hours or had a bamboo shoot in your inventory for four hours, it turns into a bamboo spear, and then it's a decent weapon. Bananas will ripen and go bad. Cheese curdles and uh, or milk curdles and becomes cheese. Oh no! Um, my yeah, jokes are keep going. <laughs> it'll it'll like be a good weapon and then a you know maybe like give you buffs and stuff. And you can play secret hands to create drops. Like if you play a cucumber and then honey on top of it for healing, you get. <laughs> A melon card because apparently that makes cucumbers taste like melons. I mean, they are melons, but you know what I mean. Um, this is I, bananas. I love uh, this. I yeah, put, uh, it's honey just a really good of... time. Um, and I it has pre rendered backgrounds, and they're gorgeous. The remaster seems pretty good. Only has the Japanese voice acting. Thank God that yeah. it was t- the English version had some of the worst voice acting I'd ever heard. But yeah, that's been a very comfortable, like classic JRPG I've been playing. It's, it's been a blast. Okay. Colby, what do you put 
honey on you were gonna say oh forget it i was gonna say i put hun- <laughs> i was gonna say i put honey on cucumbers but it's for a different reason but it's too late so you can stick them to the side of your lunchbox right yeah that's right <laughs> yeah down as you're commuting yeah 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 <sighs> uh, no bacon kaitos looks really i was happy i was so happy to see it got re-released just because it's Games not being trapped on the GameCube is a good thing. Yeah, um, they are. Uh-huh. Um, one weird wish thing about it, it was in more places. Like, because I will never own it. <laughs> well, maybe I don't really buy Switch, but I'm just happy. I wish it was on Steam because I buy everything on Steam. But I'm really might, happy that it got re-released. That's the important. Thing. It might be on PS4. Let me see. I think it's a GameCube. I think it was a game. It was a GameCube exclusive, so it might still be locked to Nintendo, which is fine. I mean, the important thing it exists. I'll I'll look that up and get in later because i but i'm, I'm just glad that Switch. i never thought that game was going to get re-released in any shape or form so i'm glad it finally did well I, and this might be another reason the switch version is kind of the the primary one because xenoblade got huge from from yeah. those same people from monolith like xenoblade is a big nintendo franchise now and it's really cool that some of their early earlier maybe more overlooked stuff is getting preserved that makes me happy i mean um, i have other ways to play it but i'm glad that it's out there sure i i do too but you know most people aren't gonna go no no download dolphin and figure that out dolphin's not too bad it's pcx2 when you start having fun (laughs) i walk people through one weird thing about it is uh the gamecube version ran at a stable 30 fps and this runs it like they uncapped the frame rate and it's kind of always wavering between 30 and 60 and looks weird but it's smoother i don't think it's too bad i'd rather they just keep it capped at 30 but maybe worth mentioning um, okay. Another and reason Col- I hope it comes to Steam eventually. Same, just because then I'll buy it. Uh, Kobe, what is something you've been playing? Oh no, is card is card deck building hour over? So I mean, if you got any more, sure. I, otherwise, no, 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 no. no, no, no. I I was just watching the baseball game while you were talking about those. <laughs> but, uh, uh, <laughs> no, I've been playing two games. I'm going to talk about one first because I think the other person who is playing the other one that I'm playing isn't here yet. So, okay, um, not here yet. Yeah, I've been playing Armored Core 6. Yeah. And the thing that I really appreciate about Armored Core 6 is um, it's a form from software game? Well, yes, but it's also not they they're not afraid to make it an Armored Core game. Like the Souls games have gotten so big that I was like nervous that Armored Core, they were going to be like, well, we have to make this a Souls game. They did not. They made this an Armored Core game. It is a video game ass video game. <laughs> they didn't try to like make some sort of crazy like interconnected world. It's levels. They don't, you know, your build still depends on you building your mech. Uh, you can decorate it. It, it. It's got like the Armored Core amount of you know making your mech whatever you want it to be and it's also a video game you go into a level you go through the level you finish the objective of the level and then you go to the next level and i didn't know that like every once in a while i need that sort of thing like i'm so sick of open world you know (laughs) everything's connected you know you you can't do you can't do this mission until you're at this level. So you have to go grind out some side stuff. It's obnoxious. 
So every once in a while, I'm like, all right, you know, Bayonetta 2 was the same way when I played that. I was like, oh, I didn't realize I needed a video game with levels when I played Bayonetta 2. Just like when I booted up Armored Core, I was like, I was like, yes, this is exactly what I needed right now. Oh, I needed thank God. a video game <laughs> <laughs> that's not afraid to be a video game. It doesn't have to be anything else. Just it's just a video game. And it's okay. a very fun video game. And it's from soft, so it's, you know, it's difficult, a good game. but, and it's also good and it's also finished <laughs> and that's like so important. <laughs> okay. And you know, you, you think of mech games, you normally think of like slow moving, you know, bulky mechs that, that are hard to control. This is maybe the smoothest playing fastest since, uh, oh, what is that platinum game? It was like a PlayStation Three game. You had a you had Vanquish? a Vanquish is exactly that's not a mech game. That's but not a I mech mean, game. No, it's not a mech game. But that's what the what the movement feels like in Armored Core. Like your mech moves like the guy from Vanquish. Okay, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, you're kind of it's. I think of it as stick shifty, where it's like you can use all your different boosters and different levels of committal and different yep. kinds of dash. And yep. of course what all those do changes depending on your legs, which should, I think yep. that's a new addition to this one, the different leg types. I think it was in the last, like maybe in five and like one of the side ones. Okay. Four, Cause I four don't, is the most recent one I played before. Okay. This. Yeah. I don't, uh, it hasn't been there always, but it has been there before. Yeah, I, I, I'm also playing that and having a blast, and I'm especially impressed. So I, I, I went to this from, like, the PS2 games, which are a pain, real pain to do anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and in 6, like, you can come up with an idea for a build and have it together in, you know, five minutes, if that. Five that minutes cool. if you have to sell your parts. It's really intuitive. It's really fast. It's really fun. It's gorgeous in its bleak, grim kind of way. Yeah. That game's so cool. I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, I haven't finished it yet either, but uh, I'm, like I said, I'm having a blast with it. And the fact that, yeah, just the fact that it's, that it's not, you know, they didn't, they didn't like uh, say, you know, this is what's popular that we make. We have to make it more like our popular thing. They're just like, no, we're making this Armored Core game. And I love that From does that. Like they, they have a vision of what they want their thing to be. And they make that thing like they don't worry about what people are going to think about it because they know that they make a quality product and the people that like it are going to like it. And the people that don't like I totally get people that don't like from Soft's games, but they make their thing and, you know, they make it knowing that the people who like that thing are going to like it like they're not trying to reach a broad audience and, you know, it's not like God of War Ragnarok where, <laughs> you know, the solution to every puzzle is being yelled at you every five seconds. It's like, no, figure this out. And it's like, that's what I want to do. I want to figure it out. Thank you from software. And the, the missions are so detailed too. a lot of them even branch off into like different resolutions, which unlock later missions. Yeah. There are secret bosses hidden everywhere and defeating them gives you points towards special parts. You can only get that way. And then you could like can get the data of those bosses and fight it in the arena to get more information about them and yep. data from their mech. It, it's so cool. Yeah. It's such a great game. Even, yeah. Even the, like the tutorial stuff is like normally, you know, tutorials or whatever, but this is like, 
okay, do this tutorial. You'll learn how to do this, how this part works, and then we'll give you a, a part for doing this tutorial. So you're getting something, you're learning something. And even if you don't use that information, it helps you with the future like mechs that you're going to face. Then you know what they're capable of. So okay. everything has a point to be there. All right. And our other party member was able to make it. Hello. Yay. Hey. hey, John. Hi. Yeah. I, I hear we're talking Armored Core. Uh, that game's incredible. <laughs> we are. <laughs> you you missed the you missed the card hour. The card hour is yeah. As you called it. Where I had to talk about Marvel. Uh, like every fucking episode, I got to talk about Marvel. <laughs> I do this. <sighs> Because love Marvel Snap. <laughs> I, I, mech parts are kind of like building the deck, right? Stop! Stop it! Don't! <laughs> don't you do this to me? <laughs> Same sort of preparation. More explosions. Uh, I, except I don't play any other card games. I, I just never. I can't. I don't know. I, Give I also won't go near any other try. games. Like the FF Seven game came out that I the mobile game, and I really want to try it. And I installed it, and I was like, I don't got time for this. And I went back to Marvel Snap. So At a Ever Crisis. Yeah, I'm really curious about it. Like, it looks good, but I just, I can't do another mobile game. I I've, I just, well, that, and I don't like, I have an issue with when I start games sometimes, like going through that whole initial game phase, like with a mobile game. It's, oh, well, here's this currency. Well, here's this currency. Here's this. Here. Like, I don't, I don't have time for that. I just want to. Kind of dull onboarding. I mean, it might be fine. I didn't, I didn't even give it a try. Like, it just said input your name. And I'm like, ah, I don't got time. And I just, that was it. <laughs> I've heard it's a <laughs> mobile game ass mobile game. And like very gotcha, very like every time you do something, it's like, hey, check out these microtransactions. Yeah, you see, I I, I spend enough on Marvel Snap. I, I don't want to go near anything else that is going to try to trick me for my money. So at least Marvel Snap, there's no gotcha. It's, Here, do you want to buy this pack of variants and this much currency? Yes, yes, I do. So <laughs> that's different. But <laughs> uh, what about you, Milk? What is something you've been playing? Uh, I think I can just go slam through a few of them real quick because sure. uh, I only have a little bit of time. Uh, Dead by Daylight, Halloween event just started. It's way too complicated. I don't know why they did it, but they didn't make Alien a thing. So good for them. It's a solid character. Oh, I, saw, I wanted to ask you about that because I yeah. really experienced it. Yeah, I haven't sadly got to play it. I'm probably going to buy it during this event because I was just waiting so much stuff. But I played against them a lot and they're fucking annoying. Uh, in a good way, thankfully, not <laughs> annoying. In a, like, I, yeah, it's actually, they're a really strong character, thankfully, which feels nice because some of their other uh, no, licensed, like, characters aren't usually the best. Um, but Alien and Ripley's cool because there's just a little weird dimensional cat that just kind of pops up and hangs around. You're like, all right, thanks, cat. <laughs> but yeah, no, they're really sick. They, like, move around well mechanically. They're kind of, like, unique enough. There's some similarities to other people. But, yeah, it's really solid. But the Halloween event is also just bananas where it's, like, teleporting to realms. It's, like, it's like having a the beginning of the game, like, 20% more complicated. And it's, like, temporary, so it's fine. But I'm just like, all right, this is an interesting choice. Um, okay. Dead, Dead by Daylight, still Dead by Daylight. I keep talking to other people about it, and I keep getting more and more people being like, I fucking hate that game. I play it sometimes, but, God, I hate it. I'm like, okay. They did re oh, sorry, go ahead. No, say I like it. <laughs> okay, that's nice. But yeah, I don't I, play it regularly, so maybe that's the difference. Milk does. Yeah, I yeah, I wish I did. I wish I played it less regularly. Um, they've <laughs> added a new mechanic to fix hook camping, which is basically if a killer is hanging out too much around a hook and no survivors are able to get close, you can just get yourself off the hook for free, which is nice that they've kind of finally addressed that to some degree. But it still seems kind of cheeky how you can work around it. But the intent to make it less annoying in some ways is better so you know good for them 
that's my Dead by Daylight hour. I just have somewhere to whine about Dead by Daylight. <laughs> no, that's fine. I, I like hearing about it because I will not play this game ever again in my life. But I like to, like, I'm happy it exists. Like, I'm, I mean, it's one of the few games. How many games? I mean, there's, it's the only way you can play is Pinhead. It's true. You know? There's no other Pinhead game. I yeah, mean, I, isn't Jason coming to Dead by Daylight this. finally? I don't know. He's already headed, isn't he? No, there's a killer who's basically Jason, but it's their brand because it was he was oh, a long right. time yeah, ago. Yeah, the, the Friday the Thirteenth game used to exist and doesn't exist anymore. So I think it's still up until the end of the year. I've been thinking yeah, it's, the fun. servers I think go out at the running of the year, but they made like okay. everything basically just about free, and so people yeah. have been enjoying their time with it. Um, but yeah, it's there's it's kind of sad. I don't know. It's the same thing whenever I see these games come and go. It's like I mean, I think thankfully the Leatherface game seems prominent enough i don't think it's leaving but i don't think it's they announce a lot of their pricing for their cosmetics and they're pretty they're pretty rough and so i don't know how long that one will stick around but you know that evil dead game is the same way it's that one's going away too yeah that sucked because i that one seemed really neat i i just one day i think there'll be something that will come and challenge its throne a little bit and make them have to sweat harder with their development but that hasn't happened yet i think that dead by daylight should do the Fortnite thing and just like that's where that stuff is and then you can just have that like everything like all the evil dead stuff the friday the 13th the leatherface stuff like all that stuff just put it in dead by daylight just get it over with i'm sure they're trying (laughs) yeah i think that's their grand mission but they have had one They've almost lost Freddy from Nightmare on Elm Street, and they barely were able to retain that. And then they did lose Stranger Things. So you can still access that content if you're playing it. But if you didn't buy it beforehand, you just can't purchase it now. And, you know, that's how it is. Yeah, they also took a map out. You can't access a map that was in the game that was, like, based on the lab and Hawkins and stuff from the first season. Oh, yeah, Stranger Things. Well, that was Netflix probably being righteous issues, I'm assuming. Like, Well, yeah, they, they stopped paying the you know whatever the cost of royalties were so then it was like well we're just gonna take all that away and they did the best they could they like moved the perks to general but yeah you know i mean I get yeah. that but it's like just let it these companies like it benefits you more to have it there that somebody go oh i want to go watch any of your things again or something like leave it alone yeah a different game though that i want to plug because i don't think this game is going to survive well but i think it's really cute and fun it's uh called headbangers rhythm royale uh, it's coming to Game Pass Ooh. this month. It is a basically imagine if you put together WarioWare, Fall Guys, and like one other sort of like game of just like little mini games that pop up and they're all musically focused. Oh, what's it? Rhythm Beat Heaven. That's the game I think of from like that sort of genre. Oh. And it's pigeons, and I fucking love pigeons. So yeah. this looks rad. Yeah, this it's looks adorable. awesome. Don't tr- I don't like the way you invoked uh, Fall Guys though. Uh, I, I see it immediately i don't know yeah it's it partially not just because it's like a royale but just like the sort of goofy way the characters exist i don't know i love them i think it's a great game i'm glad it's coming to game pass i think it'll help but i don't know if 20 dollars if it's gonna stick around but everyone should check it out if you have game pass i think it's just a fun little derpy game of just like little pigeons going meow, meow, and they just kind of hang out and they dance and they have little hats and i love them so much I mean, if you want to if you want to play Fall Guys, go play Final Fantasy 14 because Fall Guys is now in 14. <laughs> Wait, what? Weird. What? They they, so there was a it was during the um oh fan fest. They announced that they were doing a crossover with Final Fantasy 14 in Fall Guys. And then after that, they were like, oh, and there's going to be a Fall Guys game in the Golden Saucer in 14 now. So you can go play Fall Guys with your Final Fantasy character. Is it with the mechanics of the Final Fantasy 14 yes. game? 
as far as I know, I have yet to mess with it, but yes, it is. It is. I, I don't know why they keep trying to make this game into a platformer because yeah, no, that's, it's not a platformer. I'm for it. I'm, I'm, I love 14 doing stuff. But How it much? is it is not a platformer for the love of oh, God. Oh, <laughs> these pictures look cursed. I don't. Oh, like it's, it's it's yeah. I actually need. To, I haven't been playing Hell? 14 the past. Oh, guys, so. Warrior of Light. I just found it. Yep. Uh, that's it's a limited um, event. I don't exactly know how long it's. Oh, uh, yeah. Gonna I gotta jump in. I, I think I'm still like subscribed at the moment. My partner's profile. Just oh, you are. Go find I'm, this game. I'm literally <laughs> like playing 14 yeah, right I now. Could talk about that a bit. Oh no! It ended at least. Well, that's the Fall uh, Guys um, event. The Fall Guys. Yeah, event in, ended in Fall Guys, it ended. The one in fourteen, I believe, is still going. I haven't yeah. paid much attention to fourteen lately. <laughs> it's still on their website, so probably. I don't. But when I'm on the website, it says it's coming soon. Stay tuned for more update. Okay, maybe it's maybe it's not in fourteen yet. I thought it was. Yeah, the Fall Guys one ended the third. This will be released in the in patch six point five series. Okay, so that should be coming up <laughs> soon because we're in six five now six five was the last update that came out i'm excited i have a friend that's always trying to get me to play ff14 and i just can't do it I, it's, it's good it's not that I, it's more of just i'm i do enough stuff i'm like if i add that yeah. and i get into it we're in trouble such a oh, time yeah. sink i i'm, I'm uh, go go ahead sorry. i i got the credits in a, a realm reborn which is nice. sort of mm-hmm. the base game it, yeah it's um, a base game and yeah, there's the a yeah, I mean, they tore down the base game and rebuilt it. And it was good. It got really good at the end. Um, mm-hmm. But everyone tells me this next part is the worst part. And uh, it hasn't been great so far. The uh, The raids were really good. They, they did what a whole you, lot. Uh, what are you in? Are you still in the ARR content or have you moved to Heaven's Word? Not, I'm still in the ARR content. I'm in the patch. Okay, part. the raids, um, the Bahamut raids are god-awful. I didn't do that. Well, I did them, but I waited until I hit level 80, unsynced my Dark Knight, and just went through them one-shotting every single thing in that arena. I'm I'm interested in doing them. I, I haven't, like, done a real, like, MMO raid with all the planning you have to do and stuff, and I want to have that experience. You you um, won't get that stuff until you hit, like, Extremes and Savages. All right. Like, well, the, the I'll give normal it a go. raids are mm-hmm. super easy. But the, the Grand Dungeons were great. They had this whole, um, like, side quest arc, which I think you now have to do to, to progress the game, but... This whole art oh, um, kind of retelling uh, Final Tower. Fantasy three, which was awesome. Yeah, it's the uh, Crystal Tower. You have to do that before the end of Heaven's Word, I believe. That, there was a yeah. point. Well, they, they told me like, hey, you got to do this to really get much further um, in the Realm Reborn mm-hmm. patch content. I think they might have been actually sooner. Crystal Tower is really good. I You will get tired of Crystal Tower because after you do it, it is the only one you will ever do when you're doing roulettes. I probably ran through Crystal Tower 800 times at this point because if you do roulettes every day it's the only fucking rage you ever get <laughs> i mean they they need a lot of people to fill those yeah that game has a ton of filler and it takes a lot of time to do anything um but yeah. when it's good it's just delightful once um, you get to once you get to heaven's word when you get to heaven's word from heaven's word on it's stellar heaven's word is still my favorite that's what i've heard Heaven's Word's incredible. They're setting up really interesting stuff in the story. Like, like they're really taking the concept of a Realm Reborn story and, and taking it in really cool directions. Like, okay. If, Sorry. Yeah. Like if the, if I, I, I guess I won't spoil it, but like if, if religions could really lead to these gods <laughs> coming to earth, then 
Well, what does that mean with how the world's governments treats those religions, and yeah. especially from people they don't really see as human? And it's really mm-hmm. going those places and really addressing them, really at it, it a level of depth. I think Final Fantasy sixteen should have and didn't. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. Yeah, ARR's biggest problem is the fact that you need to play that content to understand the rest of the game, but that content sucks until like the last two hours of A Realm Reborn. Which was fun. It it felt like kind of a side quest, but it finally felt like, oh, we got the party together and we're going on an adventure and we got this armor mm-hmm. and it's sentient for some reason. Um, a lot of weird <laughs> stuff in that game, but yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's a good time. I'm, I'm excited to play more now that I have some more free time. <laughs> All right. I have actually one other game to talk about that doesn't involve card. Mm-hmm. I off my wife mostly. So, so my wife wanted to play some games in my Steam Deck and I have this giant collection. It's so weird. Oh, just games that I buy all the time. And, I'm, and so I was like, well, here, try this. And I and I and I loaded Cat Quest onto the Steam Deck. And I was playing it off and on, not a whole bunch, but every so often I'd help her with a boss or I would just screw around when she told me to turn it off. And for her. And that's a really cool action RPG, a top-down game where it's all cat related and it's just cute and it's actually a lot of fun. I agree. Cat Quest is very good. It's cool. I'm I, I need to play it myself and put it on the show at some point, but I, I really like it. I've never heard people really talk about it much, but I was like, this is not bad. Like, this is a cool little experience, and I, I got to play it myself, but if you put, like, 18 hours into it, just kind of screwing around and playing it, like, it's a, it's a cool game. So Diablo with cats, some say, yes. according to the official <laughs> description. I don't know uh, if I'd go that far. <laughs> yeah, it seems a little based on the comment, but it is adorable. Yeah, it really is. Like, it, everything is, like, puns and like kitty cat puns and stuff and you fight a bunch of dragons in it for some weird reason and i fought like cats and warlock outfits and cast and spells and it's just a just a fun game nice. way more fun as any right to be but it's a good little game yeah i've literally never heard of this but it's it has like great reviews and it's came out in 2017 how adorable there is a um, sequel too yeah i see that there's a third oh. one come which i don't have actually and now i regret it because my wife wanted to play the second one but i'm like i don't it's not on sale Cat Quest and it's Pirates. Jesus Hello, Christ. it's only fifteen bucks. You're like you can just buy it. I'm like, it's not on sale. Yeah, same. <laughs> Should we just keep the round robin going? Should I bring up another game? Sure. So I don't want to talk about too many specifics because it just came out in Japan this morning. But I've been playing uh, Super Mario Wonder. Super oh! Mario Brothers Wonder. I always get that name wrong. It is Super Mario Brothers Wonder. It looks so good. It's so it good. God. Yeah, I I don't want to talk about too many specifics, but I've I've gone pretty deep i'm like halfway through i think i've, I've done nice four worlds like three worlds plus a, an extra thing which i won't get into much the levels are so creative there's so many fun little surprise like every single level something has surprised and delighted me all the new power-ups are really fun to use uh it's gorgeous it actually has a visual identity like the, the new games all look kind of bland but like with the drop shadows and weird textured backgrounds it looks great. It plays great. I mean, it plays like Mario. Kind of the big new gimmick is you're getting badges, Paper Mario style, that you can equip to get extra abilities or oh, it's so good. change God. certain ideas. Like, they can be passive, like, oh, you get coins whenever you kill an enemy, or they could be full-on movement abilities. And there are secret ones that kind of have a lot more utility, kind of explore more. So just so many ways to tackle those levels, so many secrets everywhere. It's the, it's probably the most I've enjoyed a Mario 2D, official Mario 2D platformer since World. Obviously, World has a lot more content, and I'm really hoping that we either get uh, some modding tools in. I know people have already started making some mods. 
or uh, I could see a Mario Maker three using this because there's there's really that much new stuff going on here. Phenomenal okay. game. Okay. Uh, I've also been playing the new Sonic, which is really good, but it kind of is harder to focus on when a weird a new Mario came just came out. <laughs> I hope they're getting Sonic finally right for games. I'm I, I'm okay because I, I like Sonic a lot. It's it's very much a Genesis style Sonic game. It it feels great. Mm. Co-op's fun. I played a co-op with a friend. When one person goes off screen, they can just jump and they'll kind of jump out of space into where player one is or where the player camera's following is, sort of like how Tails works when the AI's controlling him and in, in two. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. And it just feels right. Bosses are good, it looks good. The special stages are really cool. They're like grappling hook based. Yeah, I I think it's definitely a grand slam for Mario and like maybe a double or a triple for Sonic, but the triple for Sonic is is pretty good in this day and age. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The weird complaint I heard about Sonic was that it's too slow for some people. Do you feel like that holds any water for you? I think it feels like the Genesis games, and I'm really used to those physics. Mm. It is definitely slower than the Rush games or the Boost games. Um, mm-hmm. You need to think about how to gain speed. You need to really roll on downhills and you know do slope jumps to to stay on good routes. I, I think Sonic games just get better and better on replay. I probably played two and three dozen times each, at least. Probably way more, honestly. <laughs> and I can see myself going back to this one. Uh, it feels right to me. Okay. If people just want to go fast, I definitely understand that being frustrating, having to slow down and explore. But it, it feels, it, it's the Sonic I grew up with, and it's the Sonic I like. So yeah, I that's, that's my answer to that question. I still got to play Mania one day. It was supposed to be on the show this season, but then it got removed because I changed my mind. So I, I don't probably blame played you. that a dozen times. That game is incredible. I don't blame you for not playing Sonic games. I, I've never gotten them. I, like I was a Genesis kid, but like Sonic never felt good because when you're going fast, it doesn't feel like you're controlling anything. And then when you're going slow, those controls are awful. So, so I was always <laughs> like, I was always like, I I don't get this. Like Mario World, I think is like peak Mario, but Sonic never did anything for me. There's a real learning curve to the controls, and I understand why someone wouldn't click with them. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it it always felt like you were either going too fast or too slow. There was never yeah. like a good medium there. That's how I describe my experience, especially like the. OG like most love Sonics I would just be like going so fast I hit things and it's like you just have to memorize and like learn the levels and I'm like I don't want to do that I want to like have the challenge (laughs) and my first attempt to be like hey jump on these three Goombas and I'm like all right let me let me give it my all I I love Sonic Adventure 2 battle hell yeah and I enjoy Sonic 3 and Knuckles but I don't I I don't play Sonic games really anymore like that that time has passed I mean I am curious about them when they come out like I want to play Frontiers at some someday and I want to I want to play Mania, but who knows? Like, At least it's, it's just good. good for, weird. Not Sonic 06 weird. Don't I do want to really play really, that, by the way. I didn't really, really bad get Sonic play that games show. when I was a kid. And when I came back as an adult after having played a lot more arcade games and kind of, I think Mario 64 might even be the game that did the most to make, to unlock Sonic for me. It's like, oh, okay. As I learn and understand these physics and learn to read the level and take advantage of the terrain, there's actually a lot I can explore and a lot of freedom for how I can do this. And I can use speed as a tool for getting around. Like it, it really did take time and experience to, for me to figure out what those games were doing. It's so satisfying. Once it goes. Oh, and I'm watching a video review for 
superstars. They put they brought Knack back. Okay, brought that's awesome. Knack? Yeah, Knack is a weasel. Knack's a weasel. I don't even know Knack the weasel. I was thinking oh. of the other Knack and got really. Yeah, I was, I was also thinking also of, thinking he's of a that weasel. Knack. He was like, I was like, I'm all right, a, I'll I'll play a Sonic game if Knack is in it. <laughs> I, uh, I, I heard you say <laughs> Mario. Knack. They brought Knack. It's N A K Knack. It's a weasel. Yeah. He's Knack in a Game weasel. Gear game, okay. and he was in a comic called Sonic's Triple Trouble that I had in the '90s as a kid. So I mean, okay, he does look he's pretty red. The sniper in the video game. But yeah, apparently it was called Mac the Weasel for some reason in all the what comics. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, I read the comic. Character. I had it. Good he comic. looks cool. Like, I want to be his friend because he's so rad. <laughs> he's going to take me to the cool part of town. But you the fuck? fighting game? Yes, he's in Sonic Yeah, Fighters. I think I remember him being really broken in the fighting game because he could just shoot people. <laughs> mm, classic fighting game <laughs> character. <laughs> that game is wild because it's just Virtual Fighter 2, but all the characters can the game it's great game's a mess <laughs> <laughs> no, what is something else you've been playing since i know we're gonna lose you soon yeah um fucking the resident <laughs> evil separate ways dlc was really good i love that remake so much i don't think i've ever played a better remake like they just knocked it out of the park for that one for me i was such a fan right. of the original and with separate ways it just like filled in so many little gaps and i was like man i wish this was here and it's like oh it's here but it's with ada now and i'm like let's go okay I, 10 bucks too. Yeah. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. On Mercenaries on the Xbox, I think I have like, except for like one or two characters that I really don't like playing as every other character, I have like top 100 of Mercenaries because <laughs> it's really easy for me to just like spend an hour just like running through runs and trying to get like a really good score and be like, well, okay, there's like a SS plus plus rank and it's top 100. Fine. I'll move on. I also am convinced now that they're going to do five and I'm scared. Oh, I don't. I don't, I don't know if that's, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what the move is. Split screen co-op isn't really a thing. I want, I don't know. I want Code Veronica. Don't, don't worry about uh, five. Five's fine. Leave it alone. I, like, you know, I, I was like, I felt more confident they could do something with Code Veronica. I don't know what they're going to do with five, but they had so much spoiler Wesker just around. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Hi, Wesker. You're really, you're made really pretty. And oh, look, there's background images from RE5 you have up on that monitor. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, oh, no, we're doing yeah. it, aren't we? I, I hope so. There are issues, but I love RE5. I, I think love that game is fantastic. I, I just don't think, I don't know what you're going to do with it in the modern day. And I guess I said that about 4 as a remake. I was like, I, was, I, was, I wasn't like diehard, but I was like, it feels a little early to do remake 4. But they knocked out of the park, so... I think five will be one of their greatest challenges with how to like do that with all of the things that make five five and be like, hey, we want to make this better and be like, OK, let me let me see what you got. Capcom, show oh, me fair. that stuff. I think they can do it. I, I, want... I think this might not be much as a co-op game as it was in the previous. Yeah, but... that's kind of my wonder is if they're going to just kind of like, I don't know, just not do that as much. Like maybe that's the thing. I think that's yeah. the biggest thing that they like. Eh, I have such like, a good co-op game. It is. I love, like, I was playing 5 the other day with a friend, and we ran through all the DLC because he hadn't played it in so long. And I love 5 for, like, what it is. But if it's like, hey, we're going to do this one, I'm like, okay, I want to see it, but I'm scared. (laughs) I I want 5 because if they do 5, they have to do 6. And oh, for the love of God, I'd be in this what end. could they do with six? I do they, For me, they could do a lot. Yeah, I'm like, I know, I mean, but like what? Because, okay, so if you're a Ari lore nerd like I am, they are clearly going through and changing the timelines to yep. match up with the new timeline from seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what the, What are they going to, like, six will have to be a completely new game. Yeah, basically, because six is like, I mean, I think mechanically and plot wise, 
they just went so much off of five and we're like, oh, we're just doing it yeah. bigger and better and faster, you know, and, more I, or less. and it's like, I okay. enjoy it. I enjoy six. I think six is a fun game. It's a bad game. It's a fun game to play. I want to give six I, a chance because I only played through Chris's and I yeah. like started Leon's. And that's uh, Leon's it, is that's, the best I do one. not like Leon's. I think that's Jake's what is they awesome. Need, what they need to do oh, with yeah. Resident Evil 6 is make it three games. Like make yeah. each one of those campaigns one game and just work on those and then, that's you know, make it six one, six two, and six three. Because my main problem with six was that it was so fucking long that I was tired of all of it by the time I was done. (laughs) Also say like half of six is good and half is just nothing or terrible. We need more stuff here. Somebody said at me, or I was watching a Twitch of some people playing five and they got to the section near the end of five uh, where you have to go through a lot of enemies really quick. And there's a lot of like cover fire. And somebody said, hey, look, it's six, but better. And I was like. You know, I kind of see some arguments. Yeah, it's the ship when you're like running through getting to it. And I was like, I hate to admit it, but at least from what I remember with the six, I was like, I have more fun doing that in five than doing it in six with, you know, better quote mechanics. And I'm like, woof, woof, six makes me. I mean, six had and slight spoilers for six. Six had a freaking like bioweapon T-Rex. That was hilarious. <laughs> what? I do not remember that. <laughs> One has... of the bad guys got infected and like he went from a human to like a giant. That like, fight. That fight like, sucks. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, it's, it's like and you drop him off a skyscraper onto oh like my a, God. a uh, beer. It's so ridiculous. And I just I love six for how stupid it is. I yeah, see this is it's making me want to go back and play six for the ridiculousness because like yes. Uh I'll say I, cut out half the content for six. You could have a pretty good Resident Evil game that's like probably a little too long. Also like especially because the only one I played is Chris, like man, they do Chris so dirty. Chris is Chris's character is so weird just consist like I don't know. I haven't played a lot of Chris in the new sort of like games, but man, Chris by like Five and six just feels like a fucking roller coaster of like, hey, Chris is all right. Oh, Chris is sad. Hey, Chris is doing better. Oh, fuck, Chris is depressed again. Oh, no, Chris is kind of a dick now. Hey, is that Chris? I get it. That doesn't look like Chris. Can we talk about a fucking end of seven, Chris? That no one, everyone was like, that can't be Chris. That can't be. And then it was. And they're like, oh, shit, sorry. We'll put his face back. We did stuff and we regret it. They kind of like combined his RE7 and RE8 face for the new animated movie which that new animated movie is really good i've yeah. heard that it's yeah it's it's pretty great first time you get to see leon and jill together ever so that's why i always was excited about doing those and i think that's why i i think like capcom is just really kicking it i think they finally realized like hey we just have to put these people together and they're like oh man what if they go old and they're like ah, i don't know they're ageless now congrats all right let's move on thanks t thanks weird viruses even leon. yeah okay. i'm okay with that for jill so I won't argue just because she was infected. So uh, make it work. Uh, I will say the last game I've been playing just because I'm close on time. Uh, Bug Fables Everlasting Sapling. I oh, yeah. You're playing that it. on Twitch. I was watching you a little bit like, was that a week ago? Yeah, about a week ago. I want to get back to that. Bug Fables the Everlasting Sapling. But you were playing I, a special version of it. I was? Yeah. Yours had Frank in the background starving oh, to death. And that, yeah. I, I have also, that's just like Frankie Fish. He's my goldfish. My <laughs> Frankie Fish. My fish? I don't know. I like playing Dead Rising Infinity Mode on the side. Oh, I didn't tell you. It froze, by the way. I was off camera 
feed my little fish and he just froze and he never came back to me and my heart broke so i have to start that again um but anyway yeah bug fables uh he's a or not he uh it's basically paper mario thousand year door spiritual uh like remake with like bugs and cute little like plots but also kind of brutal because small spoiler it turns into like a three-way war because there's basically three colonies of ants bees and beetles and they all like you know are like trying to build like this harmonious culture between the three of them and they have like a central hub and then it turns into like a war and no one knows who started this terrorist attack but like it's still pretty casual like it's more like somewhere between like that and a paper mario game so it's like oh no there's a explosions ah the bug but it's really cute and if you love paper mario and you want to play something that's not paper mario while you wait for paper mario to come out it's a great game it's a great time because it has like everything it has badges it has like attack the yeah push to do extra damage or block damage during the fights it's like they literally just like hey we want to make paper mario for people and there's nothing wrong with that in my opinion it's great so ah i love that game all right and colby anything else you you've been playing that you want to mention Yes, I'm playing the best Souls-like I've ever played. Oh, <laughs> and I, I think play I know where a we're lot going. of them. Yes. I think um, I know where we're going. I have been playing Lies of P, which yes. in no universe should this game work. The fact that they made a Souls-like out of Pinocchio is the stupidest thing I've ever heard, but... It's it's one of the best souls like I've ever played. It has a real souls feel to it. Like the combat feels great. The, the you can switch the weapons. You can like change the head and the handle and make like different types of weapons. That's really cool. It has a lot of the cool quality of life stuff like your your souls. I forget or ergo. Your ergo, ergo yeah. turns blue when you have enough for a level up, like little stuff like that. You know, you can charge uh, an Estus flask after you use your last one by hitting enemies. Like there's a lot of quality of life stuff. That's really nice. It, it, it just, it plays so good and it feels so good and it looks really good. And I have one problem with it, but I'm going to let everyone else talk about their experiences before I get into bad stuff because it, it really <laughs> is a fantastic game and I'm enjoying the absolute shit out of it. And I want to talk to some other people who are playing it. And, and see if it's their experience as well. What I have my, I'm not even going to say little problem with because it's a pretty big problem that I have with the game. But, but uh, for the most part, I'm really, really enjoying it. Got me curious. Oh, okay. Um, well, then I'll get into the bad part about it. it I want to see if it's the problem I have. Yeah. For, for the most part, the game is like pretty easy. The, the the areas aren't terrible, and I've been doing the bosses in about one to three tries. Like, there's not many bosses that have taken me more than three tries, but the bosses that have taken me more than three tries have taken me, like, 90 tries. The, mm-hmm. the, the skill walls that you hit in this game are so ridiculous. <laughs> Like I was breezing through this game until I got to a boss who's big and huge and so fast and has 
three other people in the fight. I was so angry. <laughs> uh, it, um, like with without spoiler, is it in yeah. the, the the the? It's raining, and you're like running through it a flooded area. Certainly yes. is. <laughs> that is that is the boss that I texted uh, Commander Lionheart. He was playing the game too. I sent him a message. I'm like, fuck it, I'm done. Yeah. I I do not like this game. <laughs> I I have so many problems with this thing right now. I will leave it to you because he's also he's also playing it. And I was like, I, I'm I'm done. I have fought this boss probably yeah. 50 times. Yeah, absolutely. I, <laughs> I I was so over that game, and I gave it about an hour. Yeah, and I was like, I've got enough of the the star fragment things for like five more runs yeah i'm gonna go back i'm gonna switch weapons i'm gonna give it a shot and i finally got through that oh my god yeah and then and then it 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 goes back to being pretty easy until the boss that i'm at now is pretty late game so i'm not gonna really say anything about it but i don't think the game so i i don't think i've ever fought a boss that i've had to fight so many times it it, it's it's like the first phase has armor and the fastest, uh, the fastest um, I've ever seen on a big boss that also does that much damage. And then when you finally beat the first phase, there's a second phase where it hits just as hard, but it's three times faster and can fly in the air and shoot lightning at you. And I'm like, what the yeah, fuck okay. are you doing game? This uh, is far yeah. too late to give me a skill check this high. <laughs> I know, I know you're you're going up a tower. Yes. Or yes. And yeah. I, have, I know the boss. That it, that is second like worst boss in the game. There's a the the next <laughs> boss. I think it is the worst designed boss in the entire game. Oh my god! It might be one of the worst designed bosses I have ever fought in a Souls game. I that boss probably. So I played through the game three times. I beat the game six times. Damn. Because I wow. re, I reloaded <laughs> yeah. for the last three bosses for different trophies and that boss probably a combined of all the times I fought probably somewhere close to 12 hours. That boss is a fucking nightmare and I hate so much. (laughs) And then you get to the, like you get to the very last boss and it's really fun, but might rival costs from Bloodborne in hardness. So I've only played like the f- up to the first boss, and that was very much what I kind of experienced. Was just like, wow, I beat that first boss in two tries, and the only reason I didn't beat on my first tries because I had like I had different weapons out than what I'd like leveled and stuff. So yeah. I like almost had it, and I was like, fuck, and I couldn't switch in the middle. But <laughs> I've heard this kind of same thing a lot, and I think it's really interesting. And you guys talking about it a little more in depth makes me want to go back and play it more because I was so like not like I, I like the Soulsborns for their challenge. So I, but by the first boss, I was like, I don't know, I'm not. It's man, like it's fine, but I think I will give it a shot, and I'll be curious to see some of this jank. Because I, looking back at Soulsborne bosses that I hated, I now I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that again. But I ha- it has a special place in my heart of pain because I'm yeah. like, man, that was fu- yes. fucking tree boss. The but other I have, I the have, other yeah. thing about so, um that first boss is you only really have like I think max three weapons when you fight that thing. There are so many cool weapon combinations that you can get. And like some of them are insanely overpowered. Like I have a dagger leveled up to level 10, uh, like a fire dagger leveled up to level 10 that I've just been massacring bosses with. So like it's, it's a weapon problem. 
up to that first boss, but you're going to start finding weapons pretty soon that are going to make the rest of that game a hell of a lot easier. The, so I, Commander Lionheart, he told me, like, go try this dagger, go try this fire dagger. I tried it for like an hour. I hated the thing so much. But I found one of the boss weapons. It's the giant, I call it the axe from Bloodborne, but it's a sword because it, it extends. It's got a, like, extending mode to it. I used that thing from the time I found it until my last playthrough. It's my favorite weapon in the game. The game I, looks super cool, but I, I'm going to try to tackle Bloodborne next year for Spooktober. We'll see if it happens, but that's my Ooh. goal. I keep bouncing off that one. I beat it once. Someday. So uh, if I don't I, finish it for the podcast, that's I've already made peace with that. Like that's I beat it once. I'm good enough. But I'm gonna. I want to. It should be on the show. It's such a good. I've game. beaten Bloodborne four times, and I have the platinum. Yeah, I have the platinum on Bloodborne. I, I, I that's like my comfort game. Like if I'm yeah. like anxious, I, I'll throw on Bloodborne and just like blow through some bosses and like yeah, that game I've probably beaten forty times. Oh, I mean, you can level up in a game. I can usually force myself to get through it sooner or later. I mean, that Bloodborne is a little bit what I did from what I remember, but Lies of P does look really cool. It does look, it does look like Bloodborne 2. Really it's does. Lies of, Lies of P does have, I'm going to talk about a, a few issues that I have with the game. Not so much issues, but if you're someone like me who has played every Souls game and you come into this one, it's missing some pretty big quality of life stuff for the first quarter to half of the game that really made it harder. Yeah. You cannot link roles until you unlock it. So you have one roll at a time that that's incredibly annoying until you unlock it. Yeah, and the second one, be invincible. the second one that I was like, I don't know why this was hidden behind an unlock because every time it happened to me, I died. You cannot, if you get knocked to the ground, you cannot roll out of being knocked to the ground until your character gets up. And if you're knocked to the ground by an enemy, you're basically dead. It will it will just kill you until you unlock the ability to get yourself up. And I was like, that those the, those <laughs> two things dumb. should not they should not have been behind an unlock in the skill tree. Which having a skill tree in that game was cool. I really liked the skill tree. But yeah, I, I was just like those. I don't think, especially for people who are used to them like me, that's going to like that's probably going to turn some people off the game. Yeah, are I those, just like super hard bosses optional. You guys are talking about? Or no, no, oh. no. There are <laughs> no optional bosses in this game. Okay, because like I like usually like in Souls games, some of the real hard bosses are optional. You can just like like I've never beat Orphan of Coast. I know people don't consider that optional, but fuck the DLC. Whoa, <laughs> but, whoa! Uh, DLC is amazing. Those bosses are. Yeah, way I was about to say hard. one of the best DLCs ever made. It is. Uh, it's a great DLC, best but, DLC ever made. Mm. Uh, Mass Effect Three Citadel. I will throw that one above. Pretty nah. But <laughs> played Mass Effect 3, but never Citadel. Celeste Farewell. Citadel is what like I was bawling my eyes out by the end of that DLC. I also never played Celeste. I need to remedy that one day on the show. I think Celeste is my favorite game of the last decade. Wow. I need to play it. It's, I have it. Yeah. I own it. Multiple copies of it. I, I mean, it's a very me game. I, I play Kaizo Mario, but it's amazing. And I think it's DLC is maybe the best part of it. But I can play it without it being super hard, right? Like you can, you can. okay. Then then, then that's, then I'm okay. Cause I, yep. you, you can turn off dying. You can give yourself different jumps. Games. You can change the, uh, the speed of everything. Uh, and that's all just baked right into the game. All right. And I'm okay. Cause I, I've played a little bit before and people have showed it to me and I, it looks cool, but I am not good at Twitch gameplay. So 
the the main story is like doable too. Oh, like okay. it, the there's optional stuff that gets wild. But yeah, I'm I'm fine if you want to put crazy hard stuff optional. That's fine. Like I think Bloodborne has a couple hard bosses that are optional. I, it's been a while since I played both. Like the sorcerer guy, I don't remember his name. I remember some sorcerer on a on a roof in like a vampire mansion. That oh, was Bloodborne. oh, um. Uh, that, he gave me uh, a lot nice. of trouble the first couple times when I beat him after a few tries. But I remember being like, "He's optional, so I just come back and fight him later." Or Mar- Martyr Ligarius, uh, Castle Canehurst is my favorite area in a game uh-huh. ever, and Ligarius cool. is one of my favorite. Like, I have a, I have a, uh, a tattoo of the Corruption Rune. Like, I love Castle Canehurst. <laughs> oh, it's gonna happen. I mean, I've already, I, I'm pretty sure Bloodborne is gonna be on next Spooktober's at some point. Just, uh, I just don't know if I'll be able to beat it, but. It doesn't matter. I I think you can I think you can beat it, but you have to lock in. You you have to that has to be the game that you're playing while you're playing that. Yeah, that's what it was before. But the other issue is my wife gets mad at me because I get mad at the game, and then she gets <laughs> mad at me, and then she and so that caused a whole bunch of Oh, I like I and I'm not super proud of this, but like I have some bruises on my legs where I like got pissed off and smacked my leg playing. Uh, I've me. never done that. I would just go like. Fuck. And then lies, lies, lies of P was the first time I didn't throw my controller, but I did toss it in a way that I was <laughs> embarrassed about when I was fighting the the bunnies for the first time. Okay. Like oh, so man. many times, so many times I, can, I fought that boss. I can usually walk away from a game. I've only been a few times where I've gotten really mad. Uh, Dark Souls. I remember I got really mad at the Sins Fortress. <laughs> and I remember yeah. I'll never yeah. forget this. I was go. I was picking up my wife from work for lunch, and I came there, and she and, and I was just quiet, and I was upset. And she's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "Nothing." I'm like, "She's like, what's wrong?" And I'm like, "I can't beat Sims Four to Dark Souls." She's like, "Really?" I'll never forget that. We weren't married yet, and I'll never forget that moment. I was just, yeah, never again. Did I any time it was a game, I I made sure. Oh, nothing's wrong, babe. I'm fine. Don't even worry about that Dark Souls game. I'm fine. <laughs> so I like. I didn't know my folks were home and like they, they had just got back from the doctor and like, <laughs> apparently they just walked in about the time I got killed. And I, I let the just loudest fuck out <laughs> like that. And my mom coming was like, uh, are you okay? I'm like, yes, just, just go away. <laughs> fuck this. I play a lot of hard games and bloodborne frustrated me in a way. Very few games have. And I don't really know why I think it might be, the way the loading times are there, like whenever you die, you're going into load. Whenever you open up the hunter's dream, you get a load. Maybe I'm just cursed by having solid state drives. But, you also uh, need to, when I play it, whenever I play any Souls game, which is why I don't, I haven't gone back to one yet since this podcast started, I watch YouTube videos of everything I'm about to do before I do it so I'm well prepared. Oof. That's how I play it. You shouldn't be surprised, Kobe, at this point. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't know if I would be able to do that just because, like, I watched some some of this Lies of Peace stuff and like nice. I, I'm looking at some of these bosses that I have yet to face and I'm like, I don't know if I want to finish this fucking game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, you, does Bloodborne have summoning? Like to summon a friend? Yes. Yeah, yeah you okay, can. Okay, then I should be all if, right next to my player. Man, if you want to play if you want to play Bloodborne, I will help you all the way through Bloodborne. Yeah, <laughs> next year. Here. I was, September, I was October, it's happening. Excellent. So yeah. I I unfortunately have said it multiple times in this podcast, so I'm I'm gonna stick to it. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, we'll go we'll go through that game, baby. You no worries. I'll take care of it for you. I'll take Does care Lies, of you. Does Liza P have online summoning? No. Okay, no, I didn't think that's probably one of the problems with the game, right? It's got it's, the Spectre. I couldn't remember if it had online or not. Yeah, the Spectre is surprisingly like useful. 
Um, they you can also ch- put the wish zones on and like give yes. them give them like uh, effects, or you can like boost their health and and stuff. So the the phantom is mostly helpful for drawing aggro, but that's the thing that you need that phantom to do is draw yeah. the aggro away from some of these. And bosses. they they from the demo to the main game, they massively tweak the specter. <laughs> like they, that that thing was almost useless in the demo. That's and, good they fixed it then. Yeah, um, and I'm and the 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 item that you need to summon the specter. I have like I've used uh, again it, it, just in like three bosses. Actually, it's only two and one mini boss. That fucking clown <laughs> that oh my, I really had that, problems oh, with. That, I think that clown took me <laughs> two hours. I yeah. I fucked that clown. Oh my but, God. But I still have like 75 of those things. And I summoned <laughs> for those couple of hard bosses, like a lot of times. So that, that resource isn't like super limited to, to, so, to get your specter. So I, I'm, I hope this is, it's not really a spoiler spoiler, but like the final boss you can't summon. Okay. That's, that's all right. I don't, I don't need so, to summon, but <laughs> that, that is, it's the final boss of the game. And it's basically a felt to me of them like, well, if you haven't figured out how to play the game by now, good freaking luck. You're going into the deep end. And I, I, uh, I might just mm. I I'm assu- that- like I'm assuming a lot about the end of this game, but I, I it's so bloodborne so far that I'm like, I'll bet you they'll give you an option that you don't have to fight this last boss. And I'm like, I'm just going to take that one. And I'm just going to say, <laughs> I fucking beat this game. <laughs> um, so, so yes, there is an option there. I I'm will say <laughs> learn to fight that final boss is my favorite boss in the game by a lot. And by the time, like, I bet I fought him probably six hours time. I finally Ooh. like got him, got him done the, the first time, second time I went in, I beat him in like five tries. I can one shot him now. I have all of his moves down. I can block everything he does. I right. it's such a fun fight. All right, I'll fight him in New Game it. Plus when I'm overpowered. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if you want to fight him in New Game Plus, good freaking luck because he is about twice as hard in New Game Plus. Jesus Christ! They, you know what? They I'm take it. I'm taking the sacrifice, and that's going to be the last time I play this game. <laughs> they they kick the last three bosses of that game into high gear in New Game Plus. I'm Everything sure. else I one shotted, but those or like I did in one try. And then for New Game Plus 3, it was like they were like, well, you had your revenge on the second run. Now it's our turn. And so every <laughs> boss was harder. I'm glad that there's a game that's comparable to Bloodborne. And I'm glad we're getting more souls. I mean, they're not my cup oh. of tea exactly, but I'm very glad something like this exists that people are talking about such a hot like. I mean, I know yeah. you guys have your issues, but like there's still a lot of praise being thrown at it. Oh, yeah. No, people the game. It. Yeah, the game is great. Like I'm having a it lot of fun. But when yeah. when you hit those walls, you hit oh, those I know. walls and it yes. is and I think that's the problem. Like I don't have a problem with a hard game, but when the game is like a certain difficulty and then it just punches you in the face with difficulty, it's like why are you doing this to me now? Mm-hmm. That's the that's the frustrating part. Do, do you want me to give you just like a little tip for the boss you're fighting now that I don't absolutely think you give me a tip for this boss? Mm. You can uh, you can parry the lightning. Yes. OK, I didn't know. If uh, you knew, okay. I did not yeah. know that until my third playthrough. Oh, wow. OK, yeah, I, I did it by accident once. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, OK, but I, I have 
usually my summon is alive because I figured out the first phase pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, first phase is not bad. Yeah. And so he's still alive. So it depends. Like sometimes all the lightning gets shot at my summon and sometimes I'm at you. Yeah, sometimes it's all at me. Sometimes it's like every third one. So I'm having a hard time figuring yeah. out like when I have to parry <laughs> those lightnings, but I do yes. know that they shoot you, back at them. Yeah. You can pretty much like just, if you run like left and right, you can dodge them like really easy. They're okay. super easy to dodge. If you're going like, if they're coming at you and you're running like left to right, they're real easy to get away because they're, they're pretty slow. Yeah. And then that boss the, comes flying at you like a missile. And yes. Yeah. The, the lightning's but, not usually my problem. The, my problem is the seven hit combos with the electricity damage on it. <laughs> some of the, some of the way the, in some of the enemies and some, mostly the bosses, the way they, um, what do I call it? Like slide hit, like they will do a complete 180 to hit. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that, it's very dark, annoying. It's very Dark Souls 2, the way that they track. Yeah, the you. enemy tracking is ridiculous yeah, it's bad. at some points. But yeah, it's as, uh, let's see, for now until about, oh, the next four to five hours, it's my game of the year until Spider-Man 2 comes out. <laughs> I, I have a surprising game of the year. I want to talk about my current game of the year. Sure, we uh, should go on and say something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I've been playing Void Stranger, which I think is my current game of the year. I mean, Mario Wonder might might challenge it, which is a puzzle game from the Zero Ranger developers. Uh, they're from, where are they from? System Erasure is... Okay. This is a black and white game? Yeah, it's monochrome. You can you can change the palette pretty much whenever you want. Okay. It's like a, it looks like a Game Boy game. Yeah, it, it has a lot of Game Boy stuff. There are a lot of references to games like Especially Cave Noir and The Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. Okay. There, there are a lot of like references to that. There are a lot of glitches. There are a few puzzles based on it. The basic puzzle mechanic is you can pick up any tile in front of you and then put it down on empty space. So you can make bridges. You can lead enemies into traps. You can move the exit around. But in addition to just going puzzle to puzzle, there are a lot of puzzles with how the rooms connect and the things you can do and the people you can meet. And it's it's the kind of game I've been talking about with other friends who are playing it. And we keep finding different routes to just these different wild things. You'll occasionally get to rest points. And when you choose to rest at them, the game just closes. And then you're in a dream sequence when you start it up. Just that's the sort of cool idea they're using for uh, all their storytelling and it's the sort of game where I'll, I'll go into a room and like know it'll look weird in some way or familiar in some way so i'll go pouring over my notes i've been keeping like a notes folder of screenshots and, and little text things i want to write down and i just keep discovering more i've i've heard this game's like 50 hours long i'm oh, probably damn. like I 30 in yeah it seems enormous and detailed and it's it's very spooky the music's incredible. Just I, I haven't heard a ton of people talking about this. I, I don't think there was really any marketing at all. Uh, I love their first game, Zero Ranger, which was a shooter, which also did a lot of very strange stuff. Really recommend that one. That one is not 50 hours long. <laughs> but this also feels like 
every every hour or so, like something insane happens, and I'm like, oh, this game could do anything. This game could go anywhere, and that that feeling hasn't really faded. Although it started to become a little difficult for me, the difficulty definitely ramps up a couple dozen hours in. But uh, that's my current game of the year. No, nothing else is like okay. impressed me that much. Or I'm so happy we have games like this that come out now. Like just yeah, weird shit like that. I mean, I don't know anything about, but just looking at it, it looks like a Game Boy game. Yet the things that you're saying, like I'm just so happy that that's happening now. What, one little thing I reveal, I'll reveal because I haven't figured it out yet. Early on, an NPC mentioned something about the egg enemies and said that there is a way to read their thoughts. I have not found out how to read the egg's thoughts, but every time I kill an egg, I'm like, well, there's some lore, uh, a puzzle solution or uh, a riddle I'm not getting. And I'm just, you know, like looping around and around trying to find different ways to do, to do this. A lot of my friends, I, I, I haven't read spoilers for it, but a lot of friends are like, yeah, I figured out how to talk to the eggs hours ago, but I've, I've figured stuff out they haven't figured out, uh, <laughs> including people who beat the game. Um so it's so cool. It it's a it's a Finnish game. It's from Finland. It kind of um, sounds like what is that game that took the world by storm, like 2014? The Undertale. Yes. Yeah. There's a little Undertale to it. Their their first game, Zero Ranger, actually remind me a lot more of Undertale. Interesting. But yeah, what there's definitely one? that. Like, wait, what? What is this game? <laughs> You're asking what it was for? Yeah. It's uh, currently PC only, uh, just like their first game. Yeah, their first game has a homebrew Switch to port. Uh, port to Switch. Jesus. Okay. But, uh, you know, you obviously need a modded switch to do that. Yeah. And they all fix my computer. Awesome hey, game. You can probably run it on anything. Um, probably not on actual Game Boy, but that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Any other games you guys want to mention? Should we go on to TV shows and movies? I have one uh, more. Sure. Uh, go ahead. Uh, you, you sure? I just went. Uh, uh, John, do you have any games? I just, speaking of Spider-Man, I've been playing Spider-Man Remastered. <laughs> How's that? I, I picked the... the Apparently perfect time because I started it like a week ago. I don't know why I waited this long to start replaying it. But yeah, that first Spider-Man game is still great. I'm about, mm, I just got the end of Act 1. So it's going to be a little while before I can get to 2 because I want to go through Spider-Man Miles again. But yeah, Spider-Man one's still a lot of fun. Got to play Miles Morales. I really liked what I played, but somehow dropped it. It's good. Miles. Uh, yeah, I would say it's required playing before 2. Yeah, Miles I thought was way better because it had it, it had a more interesting story. I like Miles better as a character, and it also didn't have that open world bloat that that yeah. first Spider Man did. <laughs> oh, the, I'm like I'm doing like two or three story missions, and then like three hours of side. Con I'm going for the platinum for the PS5 version because I have it for the PS4. I'm like so I'm doing like two story missions, and then like three hours of swinging around the city doing yeah it's random crimes it is so bloated oh mama yeah it's it's <laughs> i i just ran into screwball for the first time and i'm like oh god no no i know i have more of her god no please uh, i actually there's a part of me that wants her to show up in two when we have like venomized evil peter so he can beat the crap out of her but i uh i really like that game i i platinumed a bit i i kind of didn't oh, yeah. feel the need to play more but I, I definitely platinumed it. And by the end, I really dug the combat, just mm -hmm. the way it incentivizes you for setting up traps and stuff with the gadgets instead of just beating people up. Mm -hmm. I just kind of like, I just kind of wanted to replay them both because it's been a while and I'm like running into story things. Now I'm like, wait, that I completely forgot that happened. Okay. That's probably going to be important. I haven't played Spider-Man in years. I do want to play it again someday, but Miles was great. I played Miles uh, December of last year. Fucking love that game. 
yeah, yeah I'm on a rules. I'm on a suffer through the PS4 version for the platinum there because I've uh, I I don't want to play the PS4 version, but I want the platinum. It seems like a decent version. That's where I played it. Yeah, it's just it's 30 FPS and no ray tracing, which sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does not look as nice as the PS5 version for sure. Yeah, and it's shorter, so I won't have to take near as long. Is Miles Morales on PC? They both are. Okay, uh, remastered. Maybe, maybe I'd give that a go. As far as I know, the ports are fine. I would check Digital Foundry just to make sure. I think they have analysis for both of them. But yeah, I think the ports are good. PC ports tend to be pretty decent now. There, there was a time where they were really rough, but no, I think uh, it's a, a lot of the Sony ones have been like Last of Us when uh, Part One came to PC was a garbage. Fire. Oh yeah, I forgot that came to PC and Horizon was bad i think god of war was okay and days gone but i, I want to play days gone uh, no, days you, no, gone is one of the <laughs> days gone is one of the better open world games of i would say the last 10 years i, I, I hear it's fascinating with, with a lot of really dig that game world. i'm i'm sick of open worlds but I'm, I'm also like learning to appreciate them again it's Just one like, of those games that like do here it 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 has enough stuff to keep you busy without like an icon over every square inch of the map and like all the side content is fun and some of it's really compelling. I I'm still bummed that that game is probably never getting a sequel because it had a really interesting cliffhanger. Once you have waypoints in a game, it's so easy to just turn your brain off and just be like, well, this game's about moving towards the waypoint now. And that's another, that's another game of like, I never used to fast travel because riding around this apocalyptic world on my motorcycle was so fun. Nice. I really dig Days Gone. Okay. I got to play it at some point. I, I want to play it too. I don't, I'm playing more open world games, unfortunately, but I, I also just mainline them. So <laughs> there's that. That could be nice sometimes. I, mm-hmm. I I have not got past chapter one of Red Dead Redemption 2 because I've, I've just been riding around doing the yeah, challenges you, and engaging. I have a limit. I will do so much stuff until I get to the point where I'm just like, I'm getting, I want to be done. And then I mainline stories. <laughs> That's not a bad way to do that. <laughs> no, I, I fall into the trap of like, I have to do everything because I'm, guy. yeah, I'm a See, I am not. I, I'm like, I've got my next three, which is the Spider-Man's like, See what, uh, the, what the trick is, 80, is you, you start a podcast, 82, and you tell yourself <laughs> you're going to beat a game every week and then you don't have a choice. <laughs> oh, that's true. Did Deki Kami a left platinum? Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah. Recently. He, he started a YouTube Twitter. channel where he's like riding around in his hot rod and he's like, I'm going to the unemployment office. Here's, here's all the shit that was on my desk. I can't work can, in games for a, for a year, so I'm just going to do nothing. He can block like, people on uh, YouTube like he does on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love right. that, man. That man oh, Daniel, did you have any other games you want to mention? Yes. Been, okay. So the, um, the Xbox 360 store is uh, closing next year. So I picked up a few games I wanted to get to before it closed. I, I got uh, Lost Odyssey, Blue Dragon, uh, Usher's Wrath. Ooh. And the one I'd I'd been holding out on because it's on rare replay, but I don't think I'm ever getting an Xbox one. I got the Banjo Tooie remaster and I've I'm like 20 hours into that. Never played it before. Uh, grew up with Banjo Kazooie, uh, played all the Donkey Kong countries, played Donkey Kong 64. That game is wild. That game is so complicated. It It is all of the weird, hateful, tedious things you see in like British ZX Spectrum adventure games, but so much worse because you're moving everywhere with, with uh, platformer controls as these like four different characters in each, each level. The, the locks and keys are so ridiculous and tedious and over-designed. 
there's so many little mean tricks they they play on the player. The areas just get bigger and bigger. Uh, even when you can fly, sometimes it'll take like a minute or two to fly from one end to the other. But there'll be like four or five sub areas. And then, oh, you need to figure out how to get this character here. Uh, I've been taking notes. I've, I've had a Banjo-Tooie notebook. I'm near the end. I'm loving it. But that game is absurd. I can't believe they sold that game to children. <laughs> like, I would have hated it as a kid. I hate I hate it now, but in ways I love. <laughs> so if you ever want something weird and painful and British in that kind of um, misanthropic way, really recommend picking up Banjo-Tooie before it goes goes off the Xbox 360 store. Uh, 1080p, 60 FPS, looks great. Well, that, I'm assuming all of those will still be available on, like, Series S and stuff? Probably. It, it's on Rare Replay. Yeah. Okay, because I like I, I have Lost Odyssey. Lost Odyssey was my reasoning for getting a Series S, because that is the best Final Fantasy game ever made. Yes, it is. And I, I really want to play I still have not played it again, but as soon as I saw, like, found a Series S, that, that was like, well, I can play Lost Odyssey. I'm s- still butthurt that I cannot play Ace Combat 6. I'm I'm excited to play it. I I played some Blue Dragon and really liked it. I played like 15 hours of Blue Dragon. And Blue Dragon is freaking weird. It's neat. It's it's, it's, good. it's very like Final Fantasy V in ways I didn't expect. Like I see the Akira mm. Toriyama art and I'm like, oh, they're doing a Dragon Quest. And, and they're not. It's it's firmly a Final Fantasy. Um, and then they made a really bad anime out of it. Awesome. And a DS sequel? Yeah. <laughs> yes, there is. Yeah, I, I'm leaning towards Lost Odyssey next. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Enjoy I'll, it. I'll, I'll, I'll play what I feel. One last thing about Banjo Tooie. Uh, my partner has just has proclaimed it the absolute worst looking video game she's ever seen. I, I played it <laughs> in front of her, and she will refuse to look at the screen. She'll she'll just like boot up Stardew Valley on her iPhone and sit on the couch looking straight down. Occasionally, she'll accidentally look up and just. <laughs> grimace that is the correct choice <laughs> so she didn't play in 64 games growing up huh she did not there's the uh, trick yeah they're <laughs> so muddy looking uh, i love the n64 i adore it but and banjo tui is is a special kind of hideous with the googly eyes on everything and because we for the show a long time ago and, and there's banjo because it was great it's a it's a very like mm. lean pleasant um i mean i don't think it's like amazing but it's it's so much nicer than the sequel but i like the sequel more i think Banjo Kazooie has a sexy witch in it too, so yeah, points My for attention. the first one. Only in the bad ending, though, right? I think anytime you die, <laughs> yeah, or or quit playing the game. I I used to be so afraid of. Uh, so first of all, I, I was so afraid of Grunty's Castle as a kid. I used to replay the tutorial over and over again until you got in there, and then I just reset the game. And whenever my friend came over to play, whenever he got a game over, did the save and quit and played that cutscene, it scared me so much. I would like go to the bathroom. I'd like find an excuse <laughs> to leave the room. That's probably the worst a video game has scared me next to like PT. Uh, it really freaked me out as a kid. Oh, uh, PT. Um, Any more games you guys want to mention before we go on to movies and TV? Toho six. It's still good. Play the Toho games. Find Vampire. Them. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I thought you were done. <laughs> oh, just find them. Play them. They're good. Uh, Vampire Survivors. I'm playing it right now. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. uh, Final Fantasy 14. I'm playing it right now. I have been kind of on a break for the last couple months. I haven't really played much of it. I, I got into a place where I was like, I need to get away from this game for a while. And I did. And so, but yeah, 14 is 14. It's fantastic. Seems like a good game to take a, a few months break from. 
Everyone oh, I, yeah, I I played it every day, multiple hours a day for about eight months, and yeah, like it worry. it generally took a a toll on my mental health. I finally had to like I'm I gotta get away from this thing for a while. It's a rousing recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> just just don't play it like I was, you'll be because I put uh like over twelve hundred hours in in about eight months. One I last thing, I, I I got laid off, so I'm playing a lot of video games. Titanfall 2's matchmaking is fixed after years, and oh. as soon as it got fixed, the player count like skyrocketed. People that game is active again. There, oh hell yeah! There are new weekly modes. You can just go and play Titanfall 2, and it's still amazing. That that's still just the most fun I've had with an online shooter since like the Unreal tournaments. Yeah, Titanfall uh, 2 absolutely rules. Yeah, one just the best one game of the best ever made. That yeah. campaign is better than we deserve. So, yeah, the campaign so, so amazing. Uh, Wait the, for number the three. Movement's great. The <sighs> attrition, I think, is like the best multiplayer shooter <laughs> mode ever me. designed. It's so clever. <laughs> there, there are a lot of people saying like three is coming, but the 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 justifications are weird. It's like, oh, they played this song in the trailer for Apex Legends, which is the seventh, the third track of the seventh Rolling Stones album, and this would be the seventh respawn game. Jesus, and the threes for Titanfall, <laughs> like it's that level. I, but there are I a mean, lot of them. I get it because I want a sequel so bad, so I would literally take anything to give me hope. But eh, I don't think it's going to happen. I think I, it'll happen. I, I, it'll, maybe, yeah. I just yeah. hope they don't decide to make it another entirely online game with how popular like the first um, with how popular apex is i, I think they're going to give them the opportunity to make like a an actual game i mean uh, they did star wars so they have made another actual game but I mean, this is ea yeah, they, right they opened sure. other studios yeah yeah I, well there were there were rumors that ea was kind of pushing titanfall 2 out to die but you know, with Vince Zampanella, was that his name? He, he was he was such a golden boy when they got him after Call of Duty 4. They just said, yeah, we can release Titanfall 2 whenever. And he, like, requested that for it to be released opposite Battlefield. No idea why, but uh, that game's still going. It's still got legs. And I don't think people are still playing Battlefield 3. No. I EA's in a really weird place where it was like, for a while, they, they seemed like they really wanted to kill all their single-player stuff. But their single-player stuff is the only thing that is sold. And so they're like, huh, crap. I guess now we have to go back to single player. Now that they're owned by Microsoft, maybe that. No, that's wrong. That's I'm wrong. Activision. That's Activision. Yeah, Activision. I'm an idiot. I, I yeah. <laughs> so you said that I'm like, yeah, so, oh, no wait, That's Activision. Yep. No, I, I was thinking of the wrong thing. Wrong <laughs> giant wrong video game company. corporation. <laughs> maybe, maybe Microsoft should buy EA because EA doesn't know how to run itself either. <laughs> They're finally um, getting rid of Kodak. I mean, he'll he'll be even richer because of it. But yeah, Microsoft could fire Kodak. And yeah, well, at least he'll be gone. I don't care yeah. how rich he is. I just want him gone. He sucks. Was it like eight hundred million dollars that he got, or something Ridiculous. stupid like that? Or 80, 80 million or eight? Oh, when 80 a company does that, they're both stupid. You get money out of the asshole. Like, yeah, it's like a uh, Jesse Cox says. Like, well, he may he'll be rich, but he'll still die one day. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's go on to movies and TV shows. I got a couple quick ones I'm just going to mention. I'm watching a show called Halloween Wars, which is a cooking show that apparently used to be on the Food Channel. It's on HBO yep. Max. If you're, it's actually pretty good. I yep. started watching a random like first season, didn't realize there's like 13, 14 seasons of the show, and I'm like, eh, all right, that's what me and my wife been watching like every day now. Yeah, Not we bad. used to watch that a lot. It, it's really good. I like it. And then I'm all I I I I'm not a big sports guy, but I love watching sports documentaries. Like I just watched one about Johnny Manziel. That was actually really good. 
So it's Ooh. on Netflix. Yeah, I've been watching uh, Midnight Mass on Netflix uh, with my girlfriend. She's seen it before I haven't. Um, that's a Mike Flanagan horror show. We've been we're watching it because Halloween. It has a very easy to sum up premise, but it takes a few episodes to reveal it, so I won't say it. Okay. But I'll I'll say the setup is like strange. Mer- some would say miraculous things start happening after a new preacher comes to this, I I, I think, seaside fishing town in Maine, somewhere in New England, I think. And it has this very broad horror premise. You could make like a shitty horror movie with the same idea, but it really focuses on, okay, how do these characters see what's going on in this town? How does it change their faith? It gives characters a lot of time to talk about themselves, which is kind of my issue with it. There are a lot of monologues, but any show doing that schlocky horror thing, but really looking at okay, what's the philosophy of what's going on here? What do these characters feel and think is really cool in my book. And you couldn't really do that in in like a film. It's a really a television only thing you can do. That's Midnight Mass on Netflix. Highly recommend it. I've been wanting to watch that. I just, I've heard good things. I just haven't got around to it. It's Halloween. (laughs) Yeah. It's a good time to watch horror stuff. Colby, anything you want to mention? Besides the Phillies uh, playoff run, which they just lost. So I'm not too thrilled right now. Um, I uh, now hear me out. I watched one of the most amazing movies I've ever seen in my life. I skipped it because everybody talked shit on it. It is the Nicolas Cage Ghostwriter movie. (laughs) Hear me out. The first one or the second one? The first one. It is so great. (laughs) The first one's one's legitimately a fun movie the second one is a garbage fire i i heard so much bad shit about these ghostwriter movies and we've been having amc on like the live version because they're playing horror movies and i caught about half an hour of it the first like when it was like on the live thing and i'm like why is everybody like i watch nicholas cage drive down the street on a motorcycle so fast that cars were exploding next to him and i'm like no, wait a second. Is this is this fun? It, like, is this a good movie? And then we watched the whole thing and I'm like, I, I was blown away. It was bad. There was a lot of stuff in it that didn't make any sense, wasn't explained. But like, that was one of the most fun movies I've ever seen. It was on the level of The Happening for so bad oh, that it's good. Yeah. Us. OK. I, happening. Yeah, I can see. happening. We watch once or twice a year because like the Shyamalan twist in the happening is that it was a comedy the entire time. And it's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. The That's happening what Shyamalan is, says, and I don't know if I believe him. The happening is to. probably one of the, the greatest bad movies ever made. I freaking love that movie so much. Uh, oh my God. Mark I, Wahlberg talking to a plastic tree lives in my brain rent free. It's so good and ghost rider hit me exactly the same way i i would be interested to see what you think of ghost rider 2 because oh, i'm i'm watching two this weekend baby <laughs> i thought i mean i i don't like either of those movies but i thought two was fine two is if you completely turn your brain off and just watch it for how stupid it is two can be fun i saw it in the theaters when it came out i, I was like too. this Gotta is all right this, some ungodly reason yes I've, he's in a lot oh, of bad movies. Uh, that that dude's such a good actor. He's yeah, so for such a great bad. actor, he's in so much shit. Yeah, much. and you could you can tell he doesn't care in Ghost Rider. Like, oh, no. n- like really nobody cares. But I mean, you can't go wrong. 
I'll take bad Nicolas Cage over almost just about anybody. Plus Sam Elliott's in it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we need more Sam Elliott. In the Sam place. Elliott thing in it made no sense. He's like, he's like, oh, I got one more ride in me, and then like he rode there with him, and then did nothing, did nothing. just like went away, and it's like gave him a gun. Well, yeah, he's an like, old man on a horse. Like, what's yeah, he gonna what? Do? Like, he's gonna uh, look sick riding next to Nicolas Cage when they're both on yes, fire. I, That's all I was he ex- him for. I was expecting him to sacrifice himself, but I, it, it, whatever, it doesn't matter because. The, it, it was just a fun movie. I've never seen somebody dispatch like mini bosses in a movie as fast as Nicolas Cage <laughs> does in that movie. And the actor, the actor who plays the, the devil's son, that dude's a great actor, but oh my God, he's so bad in that movie. He's really bad in that. <laughs> he's in, he's Jamie Dutton in freaking Yellowstone. Like he's in, um, uh, interstellar, but somehow he's, was in ghost rider and he's terrible and he's yeah, great. He's and really, all those he's other things. He's really, really bad in it. West Isn't he in Bentley. one of those, isn't uh-huh. he in one of those vampire shows too? Vampire Diaries. I hear Vampire, he vampire Diaries. Di- okay. Right? Yeah, he is the he's the the guy who on the first planet in Interstellar. He's the one who bites it there. Wes oh, Bentley, was... bad name though, because I kept going. Is this the guy who plays guitar for Limp Biscuit? It's not. That's <laughs> that's Wes Borland. <laughs> he's the he's the plastic bag guy in American Beauty. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That movie, if you saw it once and liked it, never watch American Beauty again. <laughs> oh, I mean, there there are a thousand reasons I could never watch American Beauty yeah. again. I watched American Beauty again before the whole Kevin Spacey thing, and I was like, I really liked this when I watched it. And then I watched it the second time. I'm like, this is the most pretentious piece of crap movie I've ever seen. I hated every second of it the second time I watched it. Fair. Sort of like Donnie Darko. <laughs> I saw Donnie Darko for the that. first time as an adult. I liked it. it I've it's never seen the it. first time. Don't watch it a second time. <laughs> okay. I the only thing I know about Donnie Darko is everybody says if you like the anime Steinsgate, you'll probably you'll like Donnie Darko. And Steinsgate sure. is my favorite anime of all time. Uh, people say that about Garden State. Like never rewatch Garden State. Um, yeah. I liked it when I saw it as a kid, and I, I like what Zach Braff said. He's like, "How do you feel about people saying this movie is terrible on a rewatch?" And he's like, "I don't know. I said what was true to me back then. I'm older now. I don't care." Yeah, like okay, good for you. I got paid for it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah, yeah. Everybody makes stuff that they're embarrassed about when they're young, and you know, sometimes it's on film or on uh, you know an audio recording. But at least they get paid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They get paid a ridiculous amount of money. I've said a lot of dumb shit on recordings, but <laughs> nobody paid me. <laughs> you don't get paid to do this podcast. I'm a millionaire from my podcasts. <laughs> Just have to subscribe to your video on how to get rich, right? Three easy hey, steps. Yeah. Oh, I took so many. Piece. Yeah, I took so many online courses. I paid a lot of money to learn how to do it, but <laughs> it all worked out because yeah, that kind of stuff works. <laughs> your litter. <laughs> Cat's playing with like a piece of litter. That's a weirdo. That's a cat for you. My cat drowned uh, his mouse toy in his water bottle or in the in the water bowl yesterday. I didn't know where you were going with that. I wasn't sure either, but he he had a he had a mouse toy and he just like went over and like with it in his mouth and just like dunked it into the water bowl and just held it there. And I'm like, <laughs> you're a cycle. <laughs> that's, what cats, like, that's what cats play. Cats play at killing thing. And the worst part, oh, and, and the worst part was I had a date over and it was like, great. Now this is what you think of me that I have a psycho cat. 
<laughs> I mean, to be fair, not like you can train the cat. The cat just does what the cat does. It's nothing yeah. to do with else. Like it's a cat, not like a dog where you can train it. Like Yeah, but like, now it's like, uh-oh. I've been thinking of least training mine. No no joke. I mean, mine has my, has me trained. Does that count? She climbs on the shelf and cries, and I give her treats. Like that's, I'm trained. So. I'm the, thinking of giving this guy a little hunk of steak. I hear it's healthy for him. The very least, if you put the leash harness on the cat, uh, it's very funny the first time. <laughs> I'm sure he'll hate it at first, but you know he. D- d- this guy would not survive in the outside world, and um, no, mine, I feel bad. Mine him. would not either. Yeah, I feel bad keeping him in here all the time. We recently had a mouse in the house, and I had three cats that are watching it and a dog. And I'm like, somebody get the damn mouse! <laughs> Nobody got the mouse. They had it what trapped. We had it trapped in a bookshelf. I'm, and I picked up the cat, the young one, who's a hunter, put her next to the mouse, said, "Kill it," and she just patted it with his paw, with her paw so it would run away so she could chase it. Never did kill it. Don't let him kill the mice because our one killed a mouse, and then they all got worms because apparently that's how they get uh, digestive like. Oh, intestine worm, intestinal worms. So and then every other cat that uses the same litter box also gets the worms. So we had to give a lot of medicine because one cat killed one mouse. <laughs> I got mouse traps set up and that, that does the job. Just fine, but. I used to live with birds and we had so many mice. I, I don't have to worry about that anymore. Thank God. <laughs> um, we got one mouse at my old place and the other cat caught it. She's a great hunter. Um, my cat is not. And he just stared at the stove where she caught the mouse for three days. He just slept under it. Just like the, <laughs> the, the mouse FOMO is real. Well, so maybe the, the cat mouse still will give some I had a, else. I have a really fat cat that we call Fat Fat sometimes. That's not his name, but that's what we call him. He answers to it, too. Uh, and a mouse ran right between his paws, and then he got up after the mouse was gone, ran over to the stove and shoved his paw underneath it. I'm like, buddy, that ship sailed. Like, it's gone. <laughs> you ain't getting it. I mean, it was already underneath it, and then he runs over to it. I'm like, oh, look, I'm, I'm trying, Dad. I'm trying. You keep me. Feed me. I'm trying. Like, mouse is gone, buddy. Give it up. <laughs> Cats are great. I'm so uh, glad I that. I do have one last show I, I want us to go out on if you guys don't have anything else that you guys want to mention. Uh, I've got a couple whenever we get. I have, I have sure. one. You go. Uh, I finished uh, Spy Family here last weekend. That is a fantastic anime. It's super cute. It's super funny. I can't wait for season two to get dubbed into English, hopefully within the next couple of weeks. Just uh, so good. So such a good anime. I've been meaning to watch it. It looks really, really cute. It is. It's 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 really cute and it's really funny. Like I was laughing really hard almost every episode. So what one more Halloween pick for me. I saw Killing of a Sacred Deer, which is a Colin Farrell movie about a surgeon who for mysterious reasons is told he has to kill a member of his family. It's all done in this uh, like long sterile shots. There's almost no emotion in any of the acting. All the dialogue is about like very matter of fact, like transactional stuff. I was just on the edge of my seat the whole time. Everything about it made me so uncomfortable, but it's also just so beautiful. Just such a weird movie. So uncomfortable to watch. Cannot recommend it enough. I, I loved it. Although 20 minutes in, my girlfriend said, is this the guy who did the lobster and then fell asleep? So that's her review. That's killing of a, the killing of a sacred deer. Okay. I have one movie I forgot that I went and actually saw in theaters on Friday the 13th because my wife wanted to. The new Exorcist movie that just came out, uh, the Exorcist the Believer. It was fine. I don't have a whole lot to say about it and then it was fine. I watched it and it wasn't. <laughs> 
super creepy. It was either that or see Saw X, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not seeing Saw X. I can't handle gore. Like, no, I will walk out of this theater. Like, we'll go with something that's just like psychological fuck with you. Not, I don't need to see someone. Yeah, can't do. Not Saw. in the mood for socks. <sighs> I can't do Saw. I just, I have, I've seen the first two. And that was years ago, and yeah, I can't, I can't do it, especially not they, in theater. They so. keep getting worse. So, like, worse as movies, worse with the gore. And those movies are so ugly. I can't stand to look at those movies. The Saw movies are bad. I'm sorry to people who like them. I know people like them, but they fucking suck. <laughs> They're all bad. I've seen a few of them. Like, the only thing I know about this one is, like, pretty much everyone I have uh, know who saw it was like, yeah, it's one of the best ones. Yeah, people seem to really like 10. You just gotta be, I'm not that person. So, wasn't happening. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not my thing either. That, well, I don't you know. Know, maybe it is. I'm getting more and more into horror. I, I am too, but horror. that's like torture porn, <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not there. I'm not here. Yeah, for that, so. I love horror, and I hate those Saw movies. I've, I've watched like Hellraiser for this podcast, which just got released the moment that why we're talking. Uh, I've watched. I'm going to be watching Hereditary. Like I'm watching other horror films, but <laughs> I, have, I have no idea. What, so don't say anything. I know nothing. I'm going into it completely blind. So I'm watching it tomorrow night. But oh, I'm also boy. different. I can watch horror movies when I'm at home. I can't watch horror movies in the theater. My girlfriend hasn't seen Get Out. We're going to see it together soon. I'm very excited. Oh, Get the Out is great. I have not seen that. I have not seen any of the Jordan Peele movies. They're all so good. Yeah, I need. Really to, I have them. Uh, I don't have Nope. I have the other two. I just I haven't watched them. Nope is the most fun. I think Get yeah, Out is the best movie, but Nope is like awesome. I love Nope. It, yeah. My my parents said it was the worst movie they ever saw, and I don't really know why, but I think that movie's rad. <laughs> and John, do you have a couple things you want to mention still? Or uh, yeah, um, okay. So the new. The, is it the new movie? Yeah, I think it's a new movie. I don't think it's a season, but the yeah, it's a new movie because it's in theaters. They're doing a new Digimon movie coming out in November 9th, I think, in theaters. So I saw that like a week and a half ago and was like, huh, I should probably rewatch the first two seasons of Digimon before this new because it is uh, based mm-hmm. on Adventure 2. It is uh, season two. So I've been rewatching season one of Digimon and... I'm not exactly sure if I think that show holds up still or not. <laughs> the okay. English dub holds up really well, but there are points really? when I watch that. I'm like, I think they took some liberties with that translation. But yeah, I mean, I mean, it's that. expected for kids, kid shows even now. Yeah, and I, I remember that show being a lot, I don't want to say darker than it was, but like, I think maybe as it goes on, it gets better. Like I'm only 10 episodes in, I think. So, and I like, I've kind of come to the realization of like, I'm probably going to watch like the first four seasons because right. I, I want, I want to watch Tamers. Tamers is my favorite season. Tamers, I think is the best season of Digimon. I remember uh, a vampire arc in season one or two that, that like blew my mind as a kid. I thought it was amazing. Uh, I just got to Devimon. That's where they that, that might like, be it. The big bad devil looking dude with Leomon and. I can't remember the other guy's name, and I watched the episode like three hours ago. <laughs> Having not seen anime before, that just, I, I thought that was incredible. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually, and I'm going to because apparently this movie takes place after the Tri movies and the last Digimon movie, which was kind of a centered around Tai and uh, Agumon. So I already have all those Blu rays. So I'm like, well, might as well just do a deep dive on Digimon. Heck yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm interested. And then the last thing I have is 
I don't even know how to talk about this thing that I watched for the first time last night and I kept falling asleep. So I finished it this morning. I watched 2001 Space Odyssey for the first time. Yeah, that's an experience. That movie is fucking weird. I got yes, to the end is. of that thing and I'm like, that's what? You start taking drugs and then watch that movie. That's I, how that works. Yeah, I got, I got to like, that's a drug time. Right at the end, I'm literally sitting there going, okay, well, like, we're, we're going to get an explanation about what all this. No, <laughs> no, you're not. It's going to be even weirder than it was when it started. Mm-hmm. And I, I fascinating. There, there are things that people have argued about for years about what does this mean? What does this mean? And the book kind of just explains everything. Oh, Oh, um, really? You reminded me of something. I also watched a documentary about Jewel, the electric cigarette. And the reason why (laughs) it looks the way it does has to do with 2001 A Space Odyssey. They like, they, they, when they made the design, they're like, oh, it looks just like the, you know, the obelisk in 2001. But yeah, there's your fun Uh, fact. uh, It's it's definitely like, I'm not going to say I, I like the movie or even really enjoyed it, but seeing all of the, like, I finally get all the references that I've seen for years in every other thing. Like that movie is referenced in um, Dragon Ball, the revenge of cooler. There's like a great, there's a scene when like Piccolo is flying through the Bagetti star. And it is the scene after he gets to Jupiter and is flying through the light tunnel thing. And I'm like, they referenced that in Dragon Ball. Okay. That's a weird ass poll. Like I, I'm, I'm fairly sure they reference it in Full Metal Alchemist uh, Brotherhood because the scene when Ed opens the gate, I'm pretty sure that is a reference to 2001. Like the, the it's an incredible movie to watch visually and like how they did the sets and the stuff back then is fantastic looking. But everything else of that movie, I was just like, I did. Mm, yeah. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> a lot of the technology was really forward thinking, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, centrifuges and stuff were not a thing when they made that movie. Oh, computers and AI and stuff like that were like the first computer was when was the first computer? Oh, I guess you could had computers by then, but they they were very different. Yeah, I guess you could technically call the um, uh, the Enigma machine a computer, which was World War Two. So, yeah, technically. But yeah, that I I'll watch it again one day when I have come down because I feel like I took drugs when I watched that thing. Should have, but it would have been more, it would have been fu- more fun at the end. That's the way you're supposed to yeah, do. I mean, yeah, you have about 30 minutes of just colors. Like, I can't imagine, like, I, I should do that, get high and see what I think of that. Like, maybe oh, I, be actually interesting. Like, I was, I was surprised that when I first started, like, the first half hour, there, there's no dialogue. It's nope. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, no, the first five minutes, there's no picture. Yep, it's a strange ass movie. Yeah, I, when I started it, I, I thought like something was wrong with the video. Um, yeah, I, the reason I, I, I watched I, uh, it recently again as well. Yeah, the reason I actually decided to watch it was there was a reaction channel on YouTube that they were doing a reaction for it, and I saw it pop up, and I got like two seconds in, and I'm like, now I need to see this for myself, and <laughs> so I don't know whether I should thank them or unsubscribe from their channel, but hey, it's an experience that you should have. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's I'm happy to finally get to see it's I, I, yeah, it's not bad. It's just fucking weird. I do think it holds up pretty well to rewatch as well. Oh, it, the sets and stuff are like, yeah, heck, I think just, they look better than half the things today that are CG. And Dan, do you have some other stuff you wanted to mention? Yeah, I've, I've been reading the parable of the sower cool, like very racially motivated sci-fi novel, very forward thinking. It's like kind of a, a populist fascist political candidate sort of 
quietly reinstating corporate slavery in like a future dystopia ruined by climate change. And it was written in like the eighties. So that book's a good time. It's, it's my partner's favorite book. So she got me to read it. It doesn't sound that far off from where we're headed sometimes. No, it's not. And it takes place in 2024. So like even the time. Hey, we could have that depending on how things go. We could have that. (laughs) Yeah. And I've been reading the Hawthorne and Horowitz series, which is history series, uh, kind of a take on Sherlock Holmes where you have uh, an author writing a true crime series about uh, a private eye with the two twists being that the writer is based on the writer of the books, Anthony Horowitz, who's a, in real life and in the books, a, a well-known police procedural writer in England, as well as a children's book author. I, I read his books as a kid, the Alex Ryder books. And that's where I know that from. He just despises the detective. He thinks he is an enormous asshole. So that's a lot of fun to read with the narrator. Just he'll, he'll say like, he'll like shake it. You know, he does the Sherlock Holmes, like shake his hands. And it's like, Oh, you've been walking through the rain. He's just like, he's doing it again. I fucking hate this so much fun. So the, the, the first book of that is the word is murder. And I've also read the second, the sentence is death. Very fun series. Okay. Yeah. All right. And the, Last thing I want to talk about very quickly, because I need to wrap this up, uh, is Ahsoka came out. I watched the whole first season of Ahsoka. Oh, is that how it's pronounced? Yes. Ahsoka? I think so. That's how I pronounce it. Ahsoka? Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm, I've enjoyed season one. I've enjoyed this season one, and I think it's really good. So I'm actually recording an episode about it soon, so there'll be a full episode about it. But I'm, I'm glad I'm glad it exists, and I hope we get season two sooner than years. So but I... I... I have a I have a feeling they're going to do an Avengers style Star Wars thing where they bring Same. all the shows together. Like that's almost I think the only place they can go right now. But I think the next one coming out is is it is it called Wrecking Crew? Or am I thinking of Marvel? There is something. It's Jude Marvel. Law. It's Jude Law is in it. what the heck is the name of it? It's like a bunch of light. If that wasn't canceled, that's the next one. But I thought that was canceled, but I've heard mixing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I think they rolled some canceled shows plot into Mandalorian season four. Yeah. They're supposed to be doing a show with Jude law coming, I think next year, which is set in the same timeline of like scavengers going after a bunch of like old Republic tech and stuff. (laughs) I mean, I'm enjoying it. I enjoy star Wars shows. So Mm -hmm. I think Ahsoka is probably the Elton crew. Skeleton crew. Yes, that's it. Um, I, I would say I think yeah. Ahsoka is probably the like it's between it and Andor is maybe the best. I've heard Andor is amazing. I, I, yeah, I Andor, Andor is incredible. But I don't even. This was supposed to come out in 2023. Skeleton crew and yeah, that's not happening. Okay, so. we still got some 2023. Yeah, but it has. I would. It would have been announced by now, like a date mm. and stuff. And they're doing um Loki and all right the strikes now. happen. I don't think they're going to. Put Star Wars and Loki at the same time? No, no. And we were supposed to get Echo, but then they uh, <laughs> quietly shelved that for the time being, which I heard it was trash. Supposedly, I think they, they've either pushed it back until after Daredevil, or they're just going to roll that into Daredevil. Well, Daredevil just got like completely butchered because they didn't like the yeah, way it looked. I don't know what Marvel is doing anymore, honestly. I, I haven't watched Loki yet. I haven't started it. It's only two episodes in, but like, I, I don't know what Marvel's doing anymore. Mm, losing money and getting upset which is so overwhelming i'm I'm like well it's nice that it's here for people who want more but i don't think that's me anymore i mean i'm thor love and thunder pretty (laughs) much when i I walked out of i thought it was thor love and thunder and it's like i'm not sure i care anymore that movie was terrible i i 
it's a fun movie, but it just did nothing for the continuation of anything. Fucking awful movie. I like that movie a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have one last quick thing I'd like to mention. Um, there is a podcast I've been listening to. For, it's God, they're going back to 2018, and it's a weekly podcast, so I'm 2021 right now. It's called uh, Crime Junkies. It's basically a true crime podcast. It's on, well, I think it's pretty much on everywhere. You can get podcasts. Yeah, everything. It's these uh, two women who tell yeah, they tell just tell stories about like people disappearing, murders, stuff like that. And I, I've been that's my listen to while I'm at work podcast. Okay. I, I really like crime junkies. I oh, like cool. pretty much everything true crime. If we're doing podcasts, uh, I've been listening to Knowledge Fight, which is a podcast about uh, Alex Jones. They go through his uh, episodes and then tell you what he got wrong. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Okay. Does he does he ever get anything wrong? Everything, yes. He, <laughs> he gets everything right. wrong every time. He's an idiot. <laughs> but he's a rich darkly. I saw he's rich anymore. Darkly. He just shows up. Yeah, and he talks about it all the time. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, he was in one movie, and he talks about it all the time. He's a an, really good movie. I don't, I don't think it portrays him particularly positively. He's an he's an absolute monster. <laughs> Uh, trigger warning though, if, if you don't want to hear, uh, about like racism, anti-Semitism, homophobia, transphobia, he's all of those things. Yeah. He's a really bad person. Yeah. It's horrible, but it is fun to hear people take him down, like with facts and stuff. That does. Yeah. I would like that too. All right. We should wrap this up because I have to edit this. So (laughs) no, you don't just put it up. Who cares? I I care. And Toby, where can people find you at? You can listen to me uh, if you search up This Bizarre Adventure, which is a podcast where myself, who has never watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and B. Highland, a, a an extremely funny, talented voice actor, uh, cosplayer, who has been watching JoJo since the beginning. Uh, we watch through it together. Uh, so if you want to hear two unhinged leftists, talk about politics, mental problems, and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, check out This Bizarre Adventure. Uh, Or if you're looking for a serialized uh, comedy podcast that's absolutely absurd, uh, Jack Billings presents Haunted Apartment Complex. It's scripted. It's fully cast. It's fully produced. Uh, It's a lot of work, and I'm very proud of it. And John, did you have anything to plug? You can find me over on uh, Commander Lionheart's channel on YouTube where we have a bunch of movie reactions. We actually haven't been doing anything recently. I think we kind of burned ourselves out and we've we have not been recording stuff. We've just been watching stuff on our own, but we have a whole bunch of stuff there. If you guys want to watch a three to four people talk about movies and watch okay. movies. Hey, people do. They listen to this podcast, which I do. Quite yeah, often. that's all. I'm sure there's people out there. All right. And you'll see a link in the show notes to all those things. And if you enjoyed this episode. There's over 500 other episodes of this podcast on pod. You can find everything on Podbean that we do. We do movies, comics, TV shows, games, all sorts of stuff. And these every month. Uh, if you want to support the show, we do a Patreon little dog. You vote in our Patreon poll each month. There's a different poll. So definitely go check that out. And we have a discord. Please join our discord. You see the link in the show notes to that. So please join us and chat with us. And one of you was talking about my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Helena half fury. You can follow her on TikTok, and you'll see, a link tree to all her stuff in the show notes. I also want, also want to give a shout out to my buddy, Bill Tucker to the home podcast. Gamer looks at 40. Definitely go check him out. Very well done show. And also check out nomads of fantasy, another more movie podcast, but I'm on there every so often. So definitely go check them out. And I 
Please toss on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Thread, Blue Sky, YouTube, and review us wherever you listen to us. Spotify, please review. iTunes, make me happy. And I think that's everything I need to say, so we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.